Welcome to the This Functional Family Podcast. Yeah, man. The first episode. <clears throat> Let me start with this. I'm going to say this. Congratulations, Mrs. Robinson, on the launch of your new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. I, I ain't going to hold you. We were super duper scared to do this. But welcome to This Functional Family. I am Deshaun Redeem Robinson. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm Amanda. Robinson. Yeah, yeah, we got the same last name because yeah. you know we married. Um, so let's go back to 2003. I feel like it's important that we ground our listenership and our viewership in a little bit of who we are. Absolutely. So let's go back to 03. Let's do it. Freshman year, high school, Benjamin Banneker Academy for community development. Don't forget the CBACD. That's a fact. <laughs> History class, Miss Richmond is our teacher. And I'm like, yo, it's this girl that sit across from me. She's bidididag though. But only thing I ain't like, I'm like, yo, yeah, I'm gonna talk about you. Only thing I ain't like, I was like, yo, she laugh at everything. Like everything is not funny. What's wrong with this girl? She laughing so much. But but no, 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 I'm gonna hold you. But what it did was it gave me an opportunity to be, I'm trying to get all mushy, but it gave me an opportunity to be like, I, I like her smile, though. Like, I could get with that smile. She laugh a lot, but she got a nice smile. So I'm like, all right, cool. She kind of bad. And you get up, you know, throw some things in the garbage. I'm checking out the body. The body, yaddy, yaddy. For no reason. Sharpening the pencil for no reason just to be looked at. Oh, I got some new Tim's today. Let me just, all right, cool. So we still in 03, right? So I realized, oh, shoot, this is the same girl. From second period gym class, I got to say something to her because history, we can't talk, right? Like, so it's like, we got to be chilling and relaxed and listening to our teacher. But for history, I mean, for gym, I can I can talk a little bit more. You know, it's a little more active. So I'm like, all right, gym class come around. She got on these old these short shorts, right? To this day, you still can. Nah. Those shorts be, weren't match short. I'm not. They saying, didn't even pass. I'm not, first, I'm not saying they weren't short. I'm saying they they weren't as short as you say that they are. Says they didn't even pass your gym shirt. That's a lie. They didn't pass the shirt. All right. So the shorts are whatever, son. The shorts are match short. Yup. So they get my attention. I'm already feeling her. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me see what's up. So she's walking by, and. I just said, let me just say the first thing that comes to my mind. I had no. <laughs> you had no game plan. <laughs> I had no game plan. I had game, but I had no game plan. Okay. So I said, what's up? Sexy. I'm 13 years old. <laughs> you had a late birthday. It's going on 14. I was only I was only 14, right? So I'm like, what's up, sexy? First thing that came to my mind. Now I'm not a misogynist. I'm not, you know, I wasn't objectifying her, but she looked good. I didn't know a lot about her personality. So let me clarify that for my PC people. I couldn't compliment her on her personality because I didn't know her personality. All I had was what she looked like. Plus I mean, we're 13 and 14. That's what teenagers say to each other anyways. Freshman year at high school. Yeah, I was trying to bag like, everything, but I didn't like everything until I saw you. Let me just clarify that. <laughs> I was about to get in trouble. All right. So I say, what's up, sexy? She's like, Hi. So I'm like, yo, what's up? We, we, like we got the rapping and that's, that's how it happened. <laughs> all right. 
I, I don't know. Do I want to get into the? Do we should we get into the details about like you dubbing me? At no, first? no, 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 chill, chill. We're not gonna go there. No. All right. So at first she. Oh, we're not gonna go the, there. The moral. The moral of the story is we met freshman year high school, Benjamin Banneker Academy in Brooklyn, New York. In so, gym. Yeah, in gym class. So we're high school sweethearts, right? But you know, we're not like one of those high school sweethearts that never had any issues. Right, fact. we're not one of those high school sweethearts that like, oh, we were together since high school, only we're never. <laughs> Wait, why we gotta talk? I don't know. High school sweethearts always sweethearts always sound like they like sound like that. Like you're we never, you know, like they don't have no like life experience. So we're not the high school sweethearts that had no tension or turbulence right. throughout the course of the time we've been together. We have had a stretch of time where we weren't together, mm-hmm. but. Um, God brought things back full circle, and I feel like a lot of what we have gone through is why we decided to start this podcast and yeah, man. see ways that we can um, deposit what we've been through and what we've mm-hmm. learned into our listenership. What do you think? Well, not what do you think. Why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself as individual, as an individual, kind of give them some grounding in who we are. As people, not like just as a couple. I feel like it's important they know who we are as people. My ratio was getting high of me talking to you, talking. So I'm going to shut up and you say something so I can pull back, retract. I just feel like that's a hard question to answer, a hard topic to address. Like, there's so much pressure attached to that. Like, who are you? And a lot, yeah, like we we usually like describe the hats that we wear and not who we are as people. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. This is going no. real deep, real <laughs> early. I was just trying to let them know a little bit about us. It's up to you if you want to get to the no, no, metaphysical no. and tap into the, all the meta <laughs> depth and layers of character. I think that not, I think that will be exposed as we go through more yeah, episodes. Yeah, I just was saying, like, tell them a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not unpacking the depths of my soul right now. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, our listenership will definitely learn more about us as people individually and as a couple um, through the topics that we discuss and just like as time progresses with our transparency because you know i think that's that's what's gonna make this podcast really effective is Mm. our ability to be transparent and not like sugarcoat anything and make it like you said make it seem like we haven't gone through anything like we haven't experienced anything that's a fact um but yeah my name is amanda i'm 31 (laughs) um i am the product of two immigrant parents who I believe my mom came here in 1984 and my dad, you know, probably a decade earlier traveling back and forth. Mm. Um, so both of my parents are from Jamaica, not Queens. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. I don't know why you think. <laughs> I'm sorry if I insulted the Jamaican <laughs> side, if that was insensitive. It just felt yeah. like I had to celebrate y'all. Yes. Yeah, so- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that a curse? You, you probably. I don't know. Not I'm Jamaica. Kinda- Can I introduce okay, myself? Not yeah. Jamaica Queens, Jamaica the Island. <laughs> um, yeah, I am a mother. We, it's hard because a lot of our lives are just. I'm a mother of two kids, two daughters, two Facts. beautiful daughters, Yanea and Zara. I legends in the, in making. the making. Yeah, man. Um, I got my undergrad degree in English. I got my master's in teaching. I am a writer. I Facts. am a grammar geek. <laughs> I Facts. cannot sing. I cannot. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'm going off the top. I cannot I... dance. <laughs> Two things that I love to do, but that my family laughs at me all the time for. 
Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I like I said, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to kind of answer. But I just think people will learn it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just important. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't know you were still finishing the sentence. I think it's just important to kind of ground our viewers and listeners into like who things that connect us to doing a podcast about family, right? So for me, um, both of my parents are American born. My grandparents American born. Great grands American born. You're probably not going to get somebody out of America till you go to like great great grands, or maybe even further than that. Um, but what I will say is that my I'm I'm the son of a pastor, so um, I grew up in church. Um, had my you know moments of in and out, but for the most part, I was a musician for the church. Um, I'm also a minister. So like, that's a big part of, um, how we, I don't want to say how we raise our children because that's inaccurate. I think the way we raise our children has to do with a lot of like life skills and life Mm -hmm. lessons. Um, but I think it has a lot to do with how we stay strong through tough times. I think that's what I want to say. That's probably a better thing to say. Uh, How we stay strong through tough times has a lot to do with the faith that, um, I, has been instilled in me that I've adopted and and come to know for myself. Um, in addition to that, I too am a, well, I'm a graduate student. She's about to graduate before me. So she has her master's. She graduate very, very soon. Um, like in like a week. Oh no. I don't know when this is going to be aired. Yeah. At the time of recording. Yeah. At the time of recording. She that's, why I just, I got, that's why I just said I have a master's that's degree. A, Cause it's like yeah. literally in four days. Yep. That is true. So. For me, I um I'm currently in school. Um I'm a graduate student um at Princeton. My undergraduate degree is in psychology, but I'm currently pursuing a degree in divinity for ministry and theology, stuff like that. Um that's the boring stuff. But you know, that's just something to know what we're doing. I think it helps to let people know what we're juggling mm, yeah. while we're like doing this podcast. Cause yeah, it like yeah. it kind of gives more credence to the ability to to let people know that you can do it in spite of everything you have going on. So I don't want to drown them in the boring details. I think it's more like stuff. Let's get to the meat. Pause. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That was Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. That was from New York. Yeah. That was, I I try. That was very irresponsible. I got (laughs) it. Um, so here we go. I think Here's what I want to pose to you. I want to kind of talk to our audience about the ways, especially in this first episode, just the ways we intend to add value to the lives of our listenership. So what I mean by that is the reason we kind of started this or the reason it kind of came, I think I started to notice, and I don't know when it happened or how it happened, but I started to notice just like, Whenever I spoke to people about relationships, mm-hmm. marriage, even on social media, when I make posts about my children or about you yeah. or about our family or even in my stories, like my highest, my most, the most engagement I get and the highest traction I receive on my social media usually comes from something I post about the family. Mm-hmm. And when I'm like posting advice or something that like we went through or something that's just funny, right? Like in the stories, I started to notice like there's so much traction and people ask so many questions. 
And then when I had these like one-on-one conversations with friends, with family, I started to notice like people's like their, their bodies become erect, their ears start to like open, their eyes open. And it's like, what's happening here when I talk about relationship mm-hmm. and talk about family mm-hmm. that's making people perk up like this yeah. and lean into the conversation? Why does it seem like randomly people start asking me questions about relationships and they trust the advice I, mm. I have, even if I'm not like an accredited licensed marital therapist, right? Like right. what is it about when I'm having these conversations that's sparking these people's interests through social media and personal interaction? Mm-hmm. So then it started hitting me like, okay, wait. You're putting something, you're depositing something valuable in people's lives when you talk about this thing. Yeah. They respond to you differently than when you talk about other stuff. And people respond to me well when I talk about anything, but they respond differently when I talk about relationship. And it just was like, okay, I think I'm putting something valuable there. And then one of my children's godfathers, shout out to my bro, Leo, gotta shout you out in his first episode. Absolutely. Him and his wife. Um, my sis, Bo, they just had a baby um, last year. And we were talking one day and we were on the phone almost two hours, two, three hours. And he just couldn't believe the things that I was just saying in passing. Mm. Whenever we are out to dinner with somebody or something yeah. like that, I always find us depositing in people. And he was like, yo, why don't y'all just share this with more people? I'm like, oh, what am I saying that's yeah. that important? I'm like, I'm just talking. He's like, bro, you don't realize what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm like, do I do I want to add value into people's lives this way as well? Instead of just these one-on-one intimate conversations. Um, do you agree? Do you think like that that's something people draw to you about or that people want to hear from you about? I don't know. Because for me... Let me answer the question. Yes, I agree. But for me, um, I never really like look at it that way. I don't I don't take the time to internalize it or dissect it, mm-hmm. analyze it. Right. Just for me, it's like this is just who I am. This is how I am a mother. This is how I am a wife. This is how I am a woman. And I've had people like, yo, I don't know how you do it. Cause when I when I went back to school to get my undergrad degree, mm-hmm. I was 27. Zara Zara was nine months old. You know, it was two years old. I was working full time. I was taking 16 credits full time. Um, Mm. Still had to come home, be a mother, be a wife and just balance life. And not saying that I'm the only woman to ever do that or the only person to juggle those things. But to have people, you know, check in friends and relatives um, and just kind of compliment me on the fact that, yo, you're doing an amazing job. Keeping your head up. How are you balancing? You have these two young children. Like you're raising a baby and a toddler. Um, and not to discredit or take away from you being present, like fully present as a husband and as a father. But I just, you know. Facts. <laughs> just the the weight that mothers have to carry, especially mothering two daughters who pull on you constantly, who are in these formative years and learning and growing. And mm. just, you know what I mean? How do I balance it all? Um, while so still- you found people asking you, like pulling on you about that, yeah. like about that bag, that juggling act. But I guess I never really thought about it because for me, like, going back to I, it's just regular, it's just who I am. It's just I'm just handling it well by the grace mm-hmm. of God. And um, 
Yeah, I I just never thought about it in the same way that you did. And mm. I also don't like attention. Like, I don't like people giving me... Like, oh yeah, we yeah, might. I don't to, like we that. might have to dig into that a little bit. I, I think we both in the same boat about that. I don't like the accolades and attention. It's just like I'm doing it because I'm doing it, not for mm-hmm. recognition, not not for like any kind of attention at all. But I think it's good um, to see that some of the things that we are doing are helping our community, like the mm-hmm. community of people around us, at the very least. So f- to have the opportunity to be able to expand. And and share some of our our tactics, share some of our strategies, share some of our experiences because it's not always been good. It's not always been easy. It, you know, as parents in a pandemic, so many people can relate to like the struggles. Um, just parents in in general, yeah, yeah like yeah. <laughs> just parenting in general is hard. Um, yeah, so it's just good to have the opportunity to share and hopefully deposit, like you said, deposit into the lives of our listenership and. And deposit in a good way, you know what I mean? Deposit yeah. good things and plant good seeds. Facts. I think I think we have a ripe and unique opportunity too. I think that I personally feel that one of our purposes is to when we say add value to the lives of other people, I think to to narrow that down, mm-hmm. I think specifically about like the not frustration, but more so the sadness I feel when I like hear people's perspective about marriage or about parenting. Like for me, it's like that thing stings me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm having such a great time. Like there's, there are obvious, um, I think, uh, challenges, but like what, I can't think of an area in life that doesn't have challenges, right? Right. Like you don't have to be married to have challenges. Single people have challenges. Dating people have challenges. Uh, Polygamous, polyamorous people have challenges. And I think it's also like people, not, I don't know, because <laughs> I, I, again, I want to be politically correct and I don't want to like make a blanket statement that doesn't apply to everybody. But a lot of what I have seen, um, like a lot of people have lost hope and just like love and f- like the the moral values of having a family, like a wholesome family. And people mm-hmm. think that, well, if it is going good, girl, you don't know what's going on at home. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors, but... No, we don't know, but just to be able to carry, you know, carry the the struggles of balancing those things with integrity. It's like our marriage is not perfect. We got married at twenty four, which in this generation is is young, considerably young, right? Yeah. Like it, it, it is relatively young, but we've been married for seven years now, and yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, it, I just don't lose hope. I guess, like, right. it's not, I, let me just finish the point that I was saying about what I think our purpose is. I didn't finish that. Sorry. Our purpose is, I think we have a a purpose to add, like, restore hope in people that think that this is just um, some coming together of people that's all economic. Mm. Like, there's teaching out there that, that where it's like, this is purely an economic coming together. And yeah. It's like, there are so many more benefits and, and values to um, being married and being parents yeah. and being young and right. doing it in a way that we have fun and in a way that I just, not just fun. So I think fun is like relative, right? But I think that <laughs> subjective, not relative, but it's subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we, we have a mission to debunk this burden on our generation mm, that yeah. it's so dark. 
and that it's all bad. It's like where where are we getting this? And I I know that there are re, there are places people get it right. There's like there high regions. divorce rates. Yeah. There are um, social media will have you seeing people cheating. I ain't even gonna get into you know the people that have been lying about being faithful in their mm-hmm. marriages and then they offering advice to people and then they go viral because they have been unfaithful not just people of the faith mm-hmm. but people secular yeah and not just people who are secular but people of the faith right it goes both ways um and i just think we have like something to add not because we're perfect but mm-hmm. because we're like we're not afraid of the journey yeah i agree right like we're not afraid of the journey i think like we're embracing it together but here's where the fears come in, though. Mm. And what I want to get back to is what we were talking about in terms of just our own fears of like this public yeah. scene. Right. I think people underestimate um, the amount of fear I have because I'm a, for those that don't know, I'm also a rapper and I, I, I do music. Um, I go by the name Redeem. You can go get my EP. It's called Survival Kit. You can go get my single Never Fails. I got a plug. Why not Shameless plug? plug. Yeah. Um, I got um, um, another single called Dark Child. Just fire music. Just fire music. But anyway, <laughs> people think because I'm in the public sphere in terms of ministry, in terms of music, mm-hmm. that like I like this. Yeah. Right. I like that we are like building a community in our home. Mm-hmm. But we're trying it in our home. Mm. I kind of like don't know if this works for everybody. So I think I also want to make sure I like let people know that subscribe and that follow Mm -hmm. that everything we say may not. It's not a blanket. It's not what may be working for you. I just want to talk about what's working for us. Yeah, It's not coming from a judgmental place of like this is not working for other couples. Mm -hmm. Y'all should try it our way. Yeah, I just want to say, hey. This is what's working for us. If there's something that works for you, try it. But if you hear yeah. something from us that's working, you should try that too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but this comes with fear. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like more than you know. I actually don't like, <laughs> let me just say this to the camera. I don't like this, right? Like, <laughs> like how hard was it? You want to give people like a little bit of backdrop of like how difficult it was for us to like, step out on faith and realize that we had to overcome these fears of like starting this podcast and just like it's been a journey. putting our story yeah. out there like it's it's been tough cuz like being vulnerable to the public just overall like it it has certain it just comes with certain things right like putting yourself out there to the public to be criticized listened to um like it, it just comes with its own baggage but for two introverts uh who don't like attention and who don't like being in the public eye very much but just knowing that you have something in you that people need is a is it's a tough thing to like wrestle with so i think it goes back to like free the souls Talk a little bit about that. What do you mean by that? So, like, for those who aren't familiar with who we are, we are also co-owners of um, a Black-owned clothing line, of course, because we're Black. <laughs> we're also co-owners and You're co-founders. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Black family matters, Sean. It's crazy. 
<laughs> she got the polo on. It's crazy, but we'll talk about that later. But continue what you mean about like the connection between Frida Souls and like starting this. Yeah, so like we've never wanted to get into like fashion. Like we like to look good, but getting into an industry that's unfamiliar, like treading mm-hmm. unfamiliar territory is not something that we planned or sought after to do. Like the vision literally came to you in a dream. Mm-hmm. from God and it took a lot of research it took a lot of prayer it took a lot of time um nice. and you were like yo God gave me this vision I, I, I I'm gonna you know I'm gonna pursue it and I'm like All right, do you I got your back we gonna you know let me know how I can support and from something that I thought was an an endeavor that he would be that you would be taking on on your own actually became like a partnership um and I think like we're two years in, almost two years in, Free mm-hmm. the Souls running um, the clothing line. But there's there's still fears attached to running a business and like starting a business and then running a business with trying to make sure that our impact is felt and like that we stay true to our mission and that we are we don't like we don't deviate from our plan. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, we want to make more money or we want to expand, like, no, that that's not what we're about. Mm-hmm. The mission of Free the Souls is to offer an alternate luxury buying option because of the misrepresentation of our people that we saw in other luxury brands. So, like, there's still fears attached to just do- launching out into unfamiliar territory. You know what I mean? Um, but just knowing that you have to do it because people need it. Mm. So here, here we are. Talking and sharing and making ourselves vulnerable um, and just putting ourselves out there. Yeah, that has me thinking though. When you say <clears throat> people need it, I think that, um, I think for, for all those who are listening, I think what I want to like deposit and leave for y'all is that you have something to offer, right? And sometimes we got to get over, because even our fears can sometimes be selfishness. Mm. Because it's like, I don't want to make myself vulnerable Mm. by putting myself out to the public because of the backlash that could come or people disagree or people bashing us or I might be criticized. Right. I might have something in my teeth during a, (laughs) a, 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 you know what I mean, a broadcast or something like that. And then like all that vulnerability can go viral. Mm -hmm. We laugh about it, get shared in our stories. But when that happens in somebody's personal life, it's like, oh, could this happen to me? And you don't want that to happen. Additionally... I think I like some of the like privacy of, um, and here goes that a little bit of that selfishness. Mm-hmm. I like some of the privacy of just the way we're able to structure and run our family without being worried about how other people are doing it. Like I don't yeah. mind. Like I stay out of other people's business. <laughs> I like this is how well, this is what I do with my family's money. Yeah. This is how we invest. This is how I teach my kids about mm-hmm. being black. This is how I teach my kids about my faith. This is how I teach my kids about morality. This is how I teach my kids about humanity. Yeah. I don't know what everybody's doing. I just know what I do. I know what my wife does. I know what we do. So that being said, sometimes we got to get over that because yeah. really what 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 the impact of that is, is not sharing something that might be fruitful for somebody else struggling in that area. Mm. And we have something to offer and I don't mean just we, as in you and mm-hmm. I, but I mean, hu- humanity has something to offer to each other. Yeah. And I think I want a lip, 
not a little bit. I want a lot of this podcast to be a reflection and a reminder to those that listen and tune in that, yo, you can be scared and still step forward. You can be fearful and still step out. You cannot know what the end result is going to be and still say, I'm going to take this risk. Start that podcast, write that book, take that class, Mm -hmm. invest in your business, invest in your spirituality, wake up a little earlier, go to sleep a little later. I don't know what it is for whoever might be listening, but it doesn't have to be perfect for you to start. We're not perfect right now. You know what I mean? Just being vulnerable, like even how we're recording, we're doing research up as close to like the day before we actually air in this first episode, right? So it's like there's something doesn't have to be in its final stages for it to be yeah. presented to the world, yeah. right? When when babies come out the womb, a lot of people are like, oh, adorable babies. But for those parents that have been there during birth. <laughs> nah, them babies don't, they're not they, always even, even my own children, it's not. <laughs> take a little while. <laughs> right. The pro, the process is so, it's so enamoring that we just. Take on this emotional and oh, this is so precious, but it takes a little while for the baby to take some yeah. form. They look a little alien, like, right? Like, yeah. not all babies just coming out the room, womb, rosy cheeks, right. fluffy face, right. bright, beautiful, bright eyes. It, it look a little weird. It's a little bloody. It's, it's a little ugly. And, and wrinkly. It's a little wrinkly. Yeah. They, they got a fill in <laughs> their skin. It's a whole, it's a whole ordeal. Process. And I think the same thing with our gifts. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to look like an adult for us to put it out in the world. Yeah. It can look like a baby that's crying and that has some blood from the mother's womb and and things like that to and not to compare, you know, I hope I'm not insulting any women by like comparing birth to, you know, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like dreams and stuff right. like that. But I think the the message is that right. things don't have to be perfect in it, it, for you to put it out in the world. Yeah. And it's cliche, but it's like if you don't do it, you'll never know. Like for, for us to get just one person say, I needed that. Mm. One person, like, we could get 99 people say, yo, I, I hate I hate that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that Frida Souls hat. I didn't mm. like I didn't like that episode. Uh, I didn't like the way you talked about this. I don't like the way that looks. But if one person says, yo, I needed that. You saved my life through mm. X, Y, and Z. Or you helped direct me in this direction. <laughs> redundant. Like, you helped uh, steer me in this direction um, that led to X, Y, and Z of me bettering my marriage or bettering my parenting or just whatever it is. You won't know if you don't do it. And I feel like it's really cliche, but it's still super relevant to say that if you don't do it, you just won't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if we get 10 people tell us, yo, I hated that mm-hmm. product mm-hmm. you put out. I hated that podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the way you did this or that. Uh, but to get that one person that said, oh, you saved my life or you you pushed me and you, you steered me in the right direction mm-hmm. to do things differently in this area of my life that has really had a positive impact and a positive influence on how I do this specific thing. You know what I mean? Just to get one person know that their lives was positively affected just makes it worth it. So just do it. And if you get negative feedback and criticism, no matter what you do, people are going to, people going to talk. Sometimes Mm. it's going to be good. Sometimes it's going to be bad, but yo, just do it. I got any cash with the offering in the plate. Cash at me. (laughs) 
that's a word right just there. Just do it. I think it's, a, it's just the, that's a word right there. The moral of the story. Just yeah, do you it. You gotta step out that boat. You know what I mean? Yeah, Step out on faith. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is this is a good first episode. This is fun. All right. So here's the deal, though. There's this one thing that we want to do every episode, right? And I don't know. Let me be transparent. We ain't really got a name for it yet. We it's kind of <laughs> like a this or that, but because the name of the podcast is like this functional family, mm-hmm. but it's like a play on the word dysfunctional uh-huh. family. We kind of want to do like I was. The, I'm a rapper, so I like I like the wordplay stuff. Like this. And this, right? So it's like you pick this and you diss this, right? Or you diss this and pick that. (laughs) But it's not really this or that. It's like once you pick this, it's like clearly you're dissing that. So we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it for now. We're gonna call it this slash this. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. Maybe by episode two, three, four, we'll have this diss. Yes, this or just this. This this this. (laughs) All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We have. Some challenging <laughs> scenarios right. that have where we have to pick one, uh-huh. right? And as a parent slash lover of each other, we're going to choose which one we pick. And we don't know. We don't until know what the other is. We gonna. ask. So. All right. So here we go. So the first one we have is, oh Jesus, we starting <laughs> off spicy, caliente. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Would you rather your kids walk in on you making love? Or your parents walk in on you making love. Neither, but if I must choose. Yes, you gotta choose. That's that's Don't the game. Don't look at my answer. I'm not so looking yeah, at your answer. For those, Block your little for those answer. that are listening, we, we have whiteboards and we're writing our answers down. So yeah, for those that are listening, we'll say we don't know until the big reveal. All right, here we go. All right, rather your kids or your parents walk in on All right, you. One, two, three, flip. What'd you say? My parents. What? Absolutely, my parents. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like, okay. Nah, nah. We gotta talk about this. Okay, hold on. You rather All Yaya right. and Zara walking on us making love than my parents? At the current age that they are right now, our children are currently four and six. Yes. I don't. They're not at the age where they understand what sex is or even know what sex okay. is. Okay. Um, though they are. <laughs> they are at the age where they're like retaining and remembering information. Yep. <laughs> For us to be able to like dress it up and say, "Oh, mommy and daddy are playing a naked married couples game," but you can't do it until you get married with your husband. And you think you, I don't know, like depending on. I don't want to get too explicit. This might get crazy. Positions and all that. You, it's certain things I just don't want my kids to see me in. See, the thing is, here's my here's my retort to that. They don't know about it, right. but now they have to know about it at nah, six and four. They don't. It's a naked married see me people's wild game. Wild you. I <laughs> just to your answer. All right, all right. Wild my, <laughs> here's my thing. My parents have children together. They yeah. know what sex is. So walking in on me is just like adults walking in on like, oh, nah. my fault, Sean. I ain't know y'all nah. been getting it on. But it's just right? weird. Like versus my kids now like I've opened up. It's not that I want them to be ignorant. I want them to understand right. sex and no responsibility with sex and uh-huh. implications in relationships. I, w- I want them to be Absolutely. well aware. But right now, as you stated, they're six and they're four. <laughs> and yeah, they've seen you naked as a woman. They've never seen... 
Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we. What's the next question? <laughs> all right, let's get to the next. <laughs> all right, so I'm. You, we could disagree. My parents know what sex is. They I do, got five but... siblings, so my parents clearly <laughs> know what sex is. Okay. Yeah. So here all we right. go. Would you rather? Let's go. Hold hands for four hours straight every day, or never again. <laughs> hold hands for four hours straight every day, or never again. Hold on, I'm still writing. I'm still writing. Right, You're about to go. flip your board. Yes, All right, we ready? Three, the big reveal. Two, one. What you said? Four hours straight every day. Never, who who never, am I married to? Yo, never again, right, bro. You go right, first. You I'm go gonna first. explain first. Here we go. First of all, first of all, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's the thing? Holding your hands for four hours straight mm-hmm. every day <laughs> prohibits us. From so many things that I might need my hands to be active for. Okay. We're in a virtual world, virtual school. You mean to tell me I got to hold your mm-hmm. hand when I might have class or I might have to be online for work for a meeting and you might have class at the same time and now we have to be connected like Siamese <laughs> twins typing in stuff at the same time. I'm answering questions while you answering questions. Like, that's crazy. What have you got to doodoo? <laughs> I got to stand there while you doodooing because I can't let your hand go? My Are you kidding me? What if it's during your cycle? I got to be there while you change it. Like, come on, son. You're doing too much. What if I got to do? You got to stand there and endure that? Are you Are you crazy? Four hours a day? Yes. I'd rather never hold your hand again. That's wild. Here's my argument for that. Here's my argument for that. That's wild, bro. We have to, first of all, as ableist, right, understand that there are people in the world through decapitation and through other abnormalities that they may have been born with. That have to live disabled. Some of them, that includes not having hands or limbs, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's get serious. They find ways to be intimate and make connection. If I can never hold your hand again, I can rub your feet. I'm not I can arguing still put my that that's arm our around soul. you. Four hours every day. Do you know how... <laughs> I hate to use the word okay. cripple, but you know how like... Debilitating that makes us when we're trying to be Listen, productive in the day. You've made valid points. Okay, so you've talk to me. I need to hear and how I really, your I really point only got, is stronger. I really only got one like retort. All right, I and need to that hear is Please. that we'll just plan around it. Like whatever chunk. Of, the four hours could be <laughs> like if we listen. This is all hypothetical, so we don't know like the parameters and the limits, like the time restraints and things like that. Okay, if we can pick the four hours while we're sleeping. Then we can pick the four hours while we're sleeping, and we won't even be aware of it. If we can't, and it's during it the can't day, can't be while we sleep because we have to actively know we're we'll doing just, it. Says who? That, that, the, the only rule the is four hours straight or never again. But okay. How can, how can you? If it how is, can you? No, no, no. Hear, hear me out. How can you va- verify that throughout the night? First of all, there are nights where we're snoring and we wake up like, "Yo, you were snoring really loud last night," and we were like, "No, I wasn't." We can't even. Validate how loud we'll be storing. How will we be able to like validate like the our ability to say that our hands continue to be held? Listen, again, then, then we're we breaking the rules. We, we don't know all the rules because it could be a. We're mag- making the rules. <laughs> what do you? We do know the rules. You're this not letting our game. You're not letting me fight back. Okay, you're not being you're, fair. That's a fact. I apologize. My mouth shut. Go. Like, this is my answer. Yeah, go ahead. The I'm four sorry. hours could be while we sleep. There were no rules. The only the only information that we have is four hours straight or never again. It could be an automatic magnet that just pulls our hands together. <laughs> a time release joint. 
that doesn't unlock until the four hours is up. What are we, we don't talking know. about? This but is basic. Is you still who, cutting me off though? <laughs> but if the four <laughs> hours must be fulfilled while we're awake, yep. we'll just plan around it. Like we'll make the accommodations. That's easier said than done. All right, we're taking a lot of time. I'm, this was supposed to be a quick. On to the next. On to we the last. To be on our darn thing. Final question. I hope we get together. I hope we get this last one. Well, we'll see. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> Jesus. You are savior. Okay, here we go. <laughs> last question. Rather tongue kiss every morning before brushing our teeth, <laughs> or neither one of us can ever cut our toenails again. Right. Never brush. Oh, kiss, kiss every morning before you brush your teeth. That's yuck mouth. Yes, steak yuck mouth. Breath. Nasty morning breath. Mm-hmm. We have to tongue kiss right. every morning before brushing our teeth. Or or never cut our toenails again. All right. If you don't get this right, if you don't agree with me, then maybe we just not meant to be. All right. You maybe ready? Just not meant to be. Okay. <laughs> you ready? All right. Three. Big reveal. Two. One. Never cut your toenails? That's what... Do you know how inconveniencing your life becomes if you're never able to cut your toenails? Oh, this... We we haven't agreed on anything. Here's, here's what I mean. Do you okay. know... All right, listen. All right you, you justify your point first. Oh, wow. Nails, be it on your hands or feet, once they get to a certain length, mm-hmm. they break. They chip. So I'm not concerned about my toenails growing like six inches long because I know once they hit a certain cap, it's going to crack. So I'm not really concerned about them just growing for the rest of my life okay. and never like getting shorter because they can break or chip, whatever, right? Okay. Also, if they do get to a point where they're getting a little lengthy, I can just get a bigger size shoe. To make up for that extra room. <laughs> I cannot We can sleep with socks so we're not worried about scratching up each other's legs. Okay. Those are, I think those are my three driving points. Okay. Well, here's my rebuttal. First of all, let's, let's get to the facts about toenails. Maybe you've never watched the Guinness World Record show, but I remember that lady with the longest... Nails in the world who's never cut nails. Them joints was she was an abner- abnormality. Like she was. Can't, you got me you off. Right, you you right. got me off. The the fact that the remains is that there is possibility that your nails can grow long, even okay. if they chip or break. You are not controlling how they chip or break. Okay, they can literally become blades. Just wear socks. Gensu, gensu. <laughs> they can become socks. blades that will cut through your fabric, cut through anything. Do you know how uncomfortable your shoes get? That's why I say get a bigger, a bigger shoe. So just keep elevated <laughs> shoe size as thirty plus year old people. We just going keep getting bigger shoes. Like I'm gonna just be walking All right, around just defend with the a size kiss, 25 cause... because my toenails are two feet. Okay, here we go. Because tongue that's kiss, nasty, bro. Th- this is disgusting. This Abs- is absolutely is disgusting. Gross. First of all, this is disgusting. Here's what I'm thinking about. My rationale is what's gonna present the most convenience. I'm like, I feel like this is it. disgusting, but the the solution to fixing it it comes right after. Never cutting my toenails presents inconvenience for the rest of my life. I think that's just like, 
I'll endure. You adapt though, like we're human. I we endure, adapt, and we'll adapt and to we this taste adapt. and this smell. All right. I don't know who you are. Listen, I don't know who you are. This is this maybe this podcast is not gonna go the way we think it's gonna go because we don't agree on nothing. Nevertheless, listen, listen my people, please subscribe, please um follow uh Instagram. This, yeah. yeah, Instagram, this functional family podcast. That's not dysfunctional family, that's this T H I S functional family podcast on ig please subscribe to our spotify apple podcast youtube and share it yo yeah. put some good reviews all the links will be below even put the bad reviews so we know how to grow that's a good and point. not that we're gonna grow to like that's love. change to meet y'all needs but how can that's we help love. y'all better that's love how can i don't be wanting to hear no bad reviews i don't either but we I need respect, it nah i respect that yeah. facts yeah you got that all right yo that's our first episode this function family Peace out. <laughs>